0: to 3Kino, I'm Al. I'm proud. Today we have for you, as usual, uh, three films. The first of which is pre-1960, pre-1990 is the second one, and post-1990 is the last one. And so, yeah, Proud,
1: what's our first film? The first one is a Japanese film called Hiroshima, 1954, directed by Hideo Sekigawa. It is about... Mm the aftermath and impact of the Hiroshima bombings told mostly through the eyes of children. Mm. Just a bit of backstory on the film, Uh, kind of unusually uh, Hiroshima was commissioned by the Japan Teachers Union who commissioned a Hiroshima-born director to adapt a book Children of the A-bomb. Apparently to some extent it was the result of a kind of shared guilt by the teachers' union of the like, instilling of imperialism, imperialistic propaganda to school children at the time. Mm. Like, so visually, Mm. what did you think? Um, it's,
0: well, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting film, visually. Uh, the first, the first scene's quite interesting there's the first scene um, which kind of combines with sound we'll skip the sound part but it's in the Japanese classroom um, and one girl gets a, it's a nosebleed and this is quite an interesting shot kind of at her level where the other students are looking at her right, um, and she's kind of looking back at them um, and it, it, it does set the tone in terms of kind of it's, it's quite intense at certain points and at other points it's not as intense but it sets the tone in terms of uh, you know, the, the world you're in is kind of like the world we're in it's got that realist feel to it anyway right and like yeah, the, the feelings the feelings expressed by those close in shots and like if you're a kid having a nosebleed
1: in class but yeah yeah I thought that on that exact same scene I thought was interesting because one of the themes in the movie is that uh, victims of the bombing mm or those who are suffering from what they were calling the atomic bomb disease, right. were kind of like singled out and almost picked on. Ah, yeah. So that scene yeah. where, so she has the nosebleed and then everyone's looking at her. And the way the camera's shot, she's kind, the camera's kind of like slightly below them. So mm. she's looking up into these faces and they're, mm. all, they're very big on the screen. Mm. And it felt like they're all looking at her mm. and like she's being singled out for having like symptoms of, the atomic the the dreaded atomic bomb disease. Good point, yeah. That yeah, that was really good camera work there, I thought.
0: It, it was, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it really it really hit the right notes. Mm. And in the same is is she the girl talking about being sick or is it a different girl talking about being sick?
1: Um the, it, hmm. uh, the one who interrupts the class.
0: Yeah. It is the one with the nosebleed. Right. So she's talking about being sick and then some kid makes a remark, like, which I was really expecting. I was saying, they're all sitting there just listening to her talking about being sick. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good scene. Yeah. It's, it's It had that very realist feel
1: to it. Um, yeah. It, it It's kind of like a gripping opening
0: because
1: mm. it, it opens onto like a bit of a narrative... Focused it's bit just, of the movie yeah which is yeah Well it doesn't continue like that which right but no, we'll, we'll get to that mm. we'll get to that anything else visually?
0: visually I mean yeah it kind of uh, it changes from from that re- well it doesn't entirely change from the realist thing but then you get into after the bombing and you've got like a model set and they combine it with an image of a nuclear bomb going off at that very specific point. Um, and then it, the, the landscape, which is a set, just turns into kind of kind of a nightmare. Right. Basically.
1: But there are, like, there's a couple, at least two, like, scenes interspliced in the movie that are that there's actual footage of the bomb. Right. Including, including the explosion. Right. And you can tell, because, I mean, even though this is a very old movie, the print, it does change a bit, Yeah, it? the yeah. quality varies. Like, <clears> the <throat> the movie portions of the film, I mean, they're, they're heavily scratched. Apparently, mm. the original reels weren't taken care of. But they're still quite sharp. Mm. But the, inter- the bits that they spliced in of the real footage are very soft. Mm. And you can, you can kind of tell when those are in there. Right. But it's very sparing. It's like only twice in a movie or something. Mm.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah that the I mean yeah the visual's there once you get into that and um and the the but like the burns on people's bodies and stuff are quite graphic mm. uh, it's not it's quite unpleasant, really,
1: yeah, I mean a lot of those burns a lot of the scars mm. are real scars, there's, right, a lot of the extras they used were victims of the bomb mm I think one of the one of the most notable ones is uh, there's the guy who he takes it like quite early in the movie he takes his shirt off mm-hmm. and he's charging people to look at his scars right. so he takes his shirt off and then turns around and his whole back is just it's like unrecognisable it's just covered in burns
0: mm. it's yeah it depicts a very scary world
1: really mm. like desperation and it's, I think unusually for this kind of movie it's very realistic it's not well, I would argue it's not very sensationalized. Like, they, they I think the goal was to de- depict it as true to life as they could. And it seems that way when you watch it. Mm. When well, I watch it anyway. I think that'll be real now. Yeah.
0: Um, Move on to s- sound parts.
1: Audio, any more? To one quick thing on yeah. the, the visuals. Um, Another thing that I think they did really well is because they hired so many extras who I guess were living in Hiroshima, mm-hmm. there are scenes which have like thousands of people on screen mm-hmm. or or at least hundreds mm-hmm. and it just gives the film like a, makes it feel authentic because it feels like you're watching people, like these are people like they are re- rebuilding the uh, the streets of Hiroshima, which have been turned to rubble, mm. and it just looks like almost documentary footage. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, I, think I agree with that. Which I think it's a recreation of right. Pretty. how was only what less than ten or ten years before. Less now? than ten. Less so
1: this was, was nineteen fifty-four. I guess sense. the bomb yeah. was nineteen forty-five or forty-four. Right, so yeah, ten yeah. years. Yeah, I'm not sure about
0: 45. 45. Yeah, I think it was 45.
1: But yeah, ten years. Ten years. Which is nothing. I mean, mm. the 9/11 attacks. There was there's more time between now and then. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was
0: 2003.
1: It? 2000. Yeah. Two. Two. Anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's another unusual fact about this movie. It was it. It was made so close to the event that it kind of makes sense, that it feels disauthentic. Yeah. Whereas these kinds of movies are usually made way after the fact. Hmm. Probably why it wasn't well received on some levels.
0: Anything that's too close to the event Hmm. tends to not be very well received. Well, yeah, frequently it's not very well received.
1: Okay, so audio... What did you think about the audio? Well, the, the, it. Sound, the sound,
0: sound, sound. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it opens with, uh, like a radio broadcast. It turns out you don't know it's a radio broadcast. You'd think it might be just a voiceover. Um, but it turns into a radio class in the uh, radio broadcast and it's the, the children in this school listening to it. Um, uh, that was a very effective. That was a very effective intro. I thought.
1: So they're they're listening to. It's like a radio recreation of the. Of the, the bombing. Right. right. Like everything that li- that led up to the bombing. It's kind of a
0: poetic one. Well, not poetic, but it's 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 weaving a story.
1: Right. When, yeah. Of the guy on the plane. Right. Like what he's thinking mm-hmm. before he, before the bombing and then you have the, the, the girl who I guess is kind of like having flashbacks so right. she's like getting PTSD from this recording right Yes, yeah, so it's very effective
0: it is very effective isn't it yeah, yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I was like wow it's a very interesting technique <coughs> I think you mentioned before to me it sounds like a narration right yeah but it's not is it but it's not it's radio isn't it so yeah it's, it's quite clever hmm <coughs> And then you got the soundtrack, which is—it's very interesting. It really—it does match the action. Not well, it's not action, but you know what's happening on, on the screen. Mm. Um, it's, it's an interesting piece, if you can call it a piece, because it does have a sort of thread throughout. Uh, and at times, uh, very sombre. But and at times, it—I uh, was, I thought it was kind of reflecting a kind of. Strength of the people, the character to endure mm. a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. How about what so. you? What do you think about? It? Well, soundtrack. yeah, on, on the music, uh, <laughs> the soundtrack. <clears throat> I I thought it was very well done. So it's, mm. it's very like, I don't know if it was violin, but it was very string based. And as you said, sombre. Mm. I mean, yes, yeah, it fits the tone of the, this movie. It's, it's a very. Horrific, horrific movie, right? Yeah. And and yeah, the the music reflects that. There's there's no. There's no like scene of like there's no like, chases and and the, the music suddenly gets faster and. Yeah, it's a very it's quite a slow paced movie. The pacing is is quite unusual. Yeah, and and I think the music fits that. Mm. But it doesn't very, it doesn't change much. Does it? The it?
0: It it does a bit. Does a bit. I think the tone changes um, just quite in, naturally in terms of what's on screen, right? Because there's that there's that period of kind of kind of skipping. We kind of, but the problem is you can't really talk about the soundtrack without talking a bit about what's happening. Um, yeah. But there's the time. There's that slight period of normality before the bomb. Where the music isn't all right, very, you know, somber. Right. Um, it was, It's was a confusing film on a lot of levels. Um, what do you think? Do you want to move into themes, observations a bit?
1: Yeah, I mean, a bit just of... very quickly. Mm. Here, yeah, yeah, please. The scene, <laughs> you, you literally just reminded me that the, the mm. scene you just mentioned uh, right before the bomb. Mm. So there's a scene before that where they hear planes. Mm. And then the, the air raid siren goes off right. and everyone retreats. And then there's this scene where th- these girls, I think they're all schoolgirls who are like been roped into helping clear rubble off mm. the streets. Mm. They hear the, so they call it the B plane. Right. So they know what, so they know the sound and they know what plane it is. And you just, you hear the rumble of this plane in the distance. And there's no, at this point there's no music. It's just silence with this. Ah. Rumble and everyone's like looking at the sky, and they're like, Why isn't the siren going off? If that's a B plane, it sounds like a B plane, why isn't the siren going off? And then literally, it just cuts to a flash. Mm. I mean, that's more visuals, but then, yeah, then the roar of the the explosion. Pika. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that, that's. I thought the sound was very well done.
0: Right, that's, yeah, that's a good
1: point, actually. Really good point. So, themes.
0: Themes. If I was gonna put it down into two words, I think it's two words. It would be just anti-war. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Why? Why so? Why so? What makes you think that? Hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> just just the majority of it is is very anti-war. Um, the de- yeah, the depictions of like. The hardcore imperialist types, like Japanese imperialist types, are very negative. Um, But there's also talk about, you know, just the... the, Well, just the bombing itself, you know. Implication that it was a war crime, Hmm. which, you know... One, is debatable whether it's a war crime. Two, most people would... Not everyone's going to agree, but most people would agree it's a war crime. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, there's, it's that kind of thing, you know. It's it's and showing just the the extent of the damage. But I mean, the thing is, if you if you made a film called Dresden, for example, mm-hmm. they didn't drop they didn't drop a nuclear bomb on there, but they dropped bombs, like right. they were going out of fashion, yeah. <laughs> on that city, and it probably looked not dissimilar. It just happened over a slightly different time period. Um, so they could have made an anti-war film there quite easily, but you know it's just the, just the, the effect on average people. Because a lot of people get drawn into warfare, and that's what I think right. the film shows. They get drawn into warfare, not really, not really as part of their will. They didn't necessarily yeah. want to be in a war. So that's why I thought that's why it's a very interesting film.
1: Yeah, I mean, almost every war film I know of doesn't f- focus on civilians, right? Whereas this movie almost exclusively focuses on civilians. I mean, there there Mm -hmm. are soldiers in the background, Mm -hmm. but all of the characters that this movie follows are civilians. They're either mothers, teachers, fathers, or Mm -hmm. kids. Right. There's all this personal chap tragedy, isn't there? And just a bit of (laughs) backstory about what you were saying. Um, So, one of the... I guess criticisms that's been levelled against this movie or which was levelled at the time Mm. was that it's anti-American so I didn't really get right Mm. to the extent that when it was so it was commissioned by the Japan Teachers Union but the top five studios in Japan refused to distribute it Mm. because they thought the message was too anti-American and they didn't want to portray that message to the children right so the teachers union i think they ended up like funding it, funding like a limited theatrical release themselves and then for a long time it was just gone because it wasn't i mean it had a very limited release and then there was no home video mm. there was no vhs right and then in 97 it fi- it first it first came to dvd and it was kind of like reintroduced in 1997. so between 1953 54 1997 there's like a big gap where this movie wasn't being watched so I think a lot of people have I hadn't hadn't heard of it until quite recently and then in 2000 I think 2019 or 2020 it was finally released on Mm Blu-ray uncut Mm -hmm. so when it first came out the Japanese censors wanted to, another portion of the movie which depicts uh, allied troops in in Japan, right, which went against J- the Japan censorship guidelines at the time because they wanted to portray the Japanese recovery as being exclusively done by the Japanese, which was obviously not the case, but they didn't want to portray that in film.
0: Right. And yeah, make the occupation seem like it's not really... There is no occupation.
1: Right. Occupation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very interesting backstory. And on the on the Blu-ray of the movie, it's got an interview with one one of the actresses, and she suffered a backlash herself. She was a rather popular actress at the time, mm. and because of the anti-American association of the movie, she was at first invited to be the first or one of the first uh, travelers aboard the international the first international flight between Japan and America via Japan Airlines. Once they realized she was in this movie, they vetoed her. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah i I didn't get that message myself yeah like Americans did drop the bomb they mm. did kill almost exclusively civilians right and children and in the movie, these kids like make the point so they're reading like this German literature, which say that um uh, so the allies argue that because of Japan's attack on Pearl Harbor, and the Japan's the was the Bataan Death March mm. that America responded. Whilst also well, America were also criticising like the gas attacks by Germany, but then they unleashed a weapon which killed more than any of those.
0: Right.
1: So, yeah, yeah. I mean, but these are facts. Yeah. So it's not anti-American. It's just facts He's right just, just telling you what happened right and
0: and I thought that kind of the with the opening intro speech um, on the radio broadcast it's talking mm. about the human like the human being that dropped the bomb and right. his and his misgivings about it right which shows that there was there's a, there's a like that's the, the link through the whole film is is humans and, okay. and uh, their sort of struggles um, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't. I agree. I didn't really get the anti-American thing. It was just, it was it was anti-war. It was vehemently anti-war. Yes, definitely. But you know, closing thoughts. Um, whew, if you if you don't want to have like a bad day, don't watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good film, but it's it's quite depressing.
1: How about you? closing thoughts? Yeah, I mean, exactly that. I mean every movie should be seen in context mm. and about what the movie is trying to do and this movie is trying to portray one of the worst times that Japan has ever faced and yes it's for a... and the movie is quite long it's an hour and forty minutes mm. and the bulk of the movie focuses on like this suffering of, of civilians and It's it's quite realistic and it's not overly dramatic, it's just, it's almost documentary like the way it depicts that. Right. And it's, yeah, it's, it's very disheartening. <laughs> and I, yeah, it's, it's pretty emotional just yeah. seeing all that happening. Yeah. But yeah, again, I thought it was very good. Probably gonna get you at some point.
0: Yeah, very good, yeah. <laughs> you aren't gonna cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was on the verge. A couple <laughs> of moments in the film. It feels weird giving this a mark out of 10. I know what you mean. Could skip it. Yeah, I think. I, I think people should probably watch it. Mm. Whether you're interested in history or not, I think it's just an important thing. Which, lest we repeat it, I mean, I, we've heard now that <sighs> I think yeah. both Russia and America are, are again uh, building up arms, nuclear arms. I mean, to what to what point? I don't know, but this is what happens. Mm-hmm. What's the next film? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Key Change.
0: (laughs) Um, Next film is Rocky 3. It's a very different film, isn't (laughs) it? 1982, as I recall. Uh,
1: Directed by Sylvester Stallone. Was it? Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Directed by Sylvester Stallone. So, what's it about? What is it about <laughs> Rocky? <laughs> um, it's a it's a, it's a, yeah Rocky III it's the third installment of the Rocky the Rocky saga. Makes uh, sense? Makes sense. Um he's a boxing hero and in this one um he's become very very famous. He's he's done so many um belt defenses and uh, then a new rival turns up and that rival is Mr. T Um, he's not called Mr. T in the film but Clubber Lang Clubber Lang thank you very much Um, and he's he's the villain I mean most people know Rocky I would assume I would assume so he's the villain of the piece so to speak he's the rival Um, and there's not really much more to say about the plot in terms of a synopsis Right, yeah.
1: Right. So what
0: do you think? Um, so, yeah. Delve into sound. Sound? <laughs> sound. Do you, have, do you have more to say
1: about the synopsis? Visuals? Sound?
0: Sound. Sound.
1: Okay, sound. I'm gonna mix it up. Oh! <laughs> okay, um, well... Mm. I think it has very good sound. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it has one of the best soundtracks right. of any... I was about to say sports movie, but I probably, maybe any movie. Like it, When mm. you think of like a song associated with a movie, mm. it probably doesn't get any more iconic than Eye of the Tiger right. and Rocky. Right.
0: Mm. And, you, and you mentioned also that... This, that, that song didn't come in until this, this film the third, right. the third movie
1: wow oh I mean, yeah when you think of Rocky you think I'm a tiger right and vice versa but yeah it didn't come into Rocky 3 so I guess the first one if I recall it's mostly I uh, don't it's called th- the Corner Boy song right I think bring it back do 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 but yeah yeah, I'll have to watch that again. I haven't actually I haven't actually seen the first one in a while. To so double check what's happening there. No, I'm not sure. What did you think of the
0: sound? Well yeah, we've got the soundtrack, of course. It's a big part. Um Yeah. I mean it is, it is all about the soundtrack really, is isn't it? it it's not that's not the only theme. There's a different there's a second theme as well. Right. I for the it. like um the You know, you got to put a bit of drama in there. It's mm. a Rocky film, got to put a bit of drama in there.
1: <laughs> and it's obviously it's got the Rocky theme, mm. which is, is also pretty iconic as well in itself. I'm not going to do it, but I think you know how it goes. Right.
0: Ah, uh, that be that must be, that. that's what it was on. That's what was in the other films, isn't it?
1: I guess, yeah. The
0: Rocky theme. Again, yeah, that's like, yeah, a
1: lot of music associations. <clears throat> One thing I noticed with the sound, there's a lot of ADR. You know where they, like, redub audio? Mm-hmm. So, th- I think most, of, a lot of the scenes in the ring where Rocky and Clubber are talking to each other, or shouting at each other, I guess, is dubbed. Uh. And, like, quite obviously slow. Like, mm. the, their mouths are moving, and it's not really matching what they're saying. Uh. <laughs> Which is something I, I noticed. Huh? That's cool. I mean, it doesn't really matter, though. I mean, it's it kind of just fits in this kind of movie it's just like yeah doesn't bother me yeah I'm assuming it didn't bother you
0: no not really not too much I think the sound effects are quite good for the punching and stuff you, <laughs> oh, don't, yeah. you don't get that <laughs> they don't make those sort of sounds usually solid you know, yeah <laughs> you know you know about it
1: Mm. Like, if you hit someone and that's the sound it made, <laughs> you'd be going to jail. <laughs> Indeed, you'd be in some serious trouble. Yeah, especially if you're a boxer. Yeah.
0: But yeah, like I suppose that that's, that that that's the point. Like some of the like, well, it's the, you're gonna to have to move individuals a little bit with that, though, you not know? But we can, we move individuals. It's fine. The the yeah, the fight scenes are probably some of the most memorable scenes from Rocky films, generally. Right. Um, And they're very very well choreographed, I think. But they're not real boxing. It's not a real boxing match. Like, the amount of damage which is inflicted and taken in these very exciting fights is nothing like a boxing match. Because the boxers,
1: they'd be just dead. Yeah. (laughs) Just a... Criticism of the uh, the fight scenes, right? I think all pretty much all Rocky movies have this, and and, and, until I think the recent ones where they've kind of done it a bit better. But it was like, so they're in the fight, Mm. and it's like, okay, it's my turn. Mm -hmm. I punch, I punch, I punch. Okay, now it's your turn. You punch, you punch, you punch. Now it's my turn again, Uh, and they take it in turns. So like Rocky, it'll be Rocky's turn, mm -hmm. and it would just be beating the shit out of. of, uh, Club Lang, mm-hmm. and then it's like Club Lang's turn he'll be beating the shit out of Rocky and then they just take it in turns <laughs> and then like, they, they do like six punches at a time and it's just that's not how fights work
0: yeah no but I mean it just kind of looks good it that's does it does it's film it's for for the film
1: yes you know for seeing yeah Like I did, it didn't really, really it didn't actually bother me it was just, mm-hmm. it's just it makes it easy to understand who's winning the fight this way Right. Yeah. That you's usually the guy like groaning and <laughs> doubled over. <laughs> it's got the blood on the face.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it points to the other the issue like the messages aren't like particularly nuanced in these films. Like Rocky's the good the good boxer, Glovers <laughs> the bad boxer. <laughs>
1: He is a bad man. <laughs> he's a bad man. He is a very bad man. I should have probably say it under the sounds, but he has some good quotes, including. I'd love to say it in his voice, but uh, I wouldn't be able to pull it off. But hey, fool, you ready for another beating? Or don't put, don't turn your back on me, sucker. <laughs> That's what he's talking to um, and right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another quote um, where oh, this is a rocky one where he says to Paulie, uh, He says, uh, Paulie, don't get mentally irregular. <laughs> that is a good one. That's a good one. Um, oh, and mm. I don't hate Balboa, I mm. pity the fool. <laughs> that one. Right.
0: Well, I love Club <laughs> of <Leg. laughs> And that is like it's, it's such a well known line, isn't it? Yeah, Was that
1: Mr. T Line?
0: I thought so. Did he say that? I thought so. I got that impression. Hmm. We will continue with videos a little bit. If you want to know about montages, then watch Rocky. The first montage appears when in the film? Within the first six minutes? Within the first six minutes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And they do them well. Yeah, they do do well, yeah. They do. Yep, all the staples, and a massive, a massive part of all the Rocky films. But probably, I think this is commented on. Is just the Stallone looks looked different, looks bigger in this film, physically mm. bigger, and like Stallone's body is. <laughs> that sounds a bit weird to say, it, but like it's a big part of his characters that he plays, like. Yeah. Rock,
1: Rambo as well, for example, and then Rocky. Yeah. Um, He's from that era of muscly Men, mm. and Schwarzenegger, and Stallone. Right. As well, well, I guess later what was the name of uh, the German guy? He was in Rocky Four.
0: Ah. What's he called? Yeah, that guy. But that's a big part of the film, anyway. Yeah. Vis- visually, it's a big part of the film. Uh, They did a lot, did a lot of training to look that, like his body, like, people don't look like that, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't look like that. (laughs) I don't think you look like that. I don't know about that. But uh, he was, like, training, like, every day, even in between takes, and apparently he was on a diet, like, a protein diet, like, a high-protein diet, but... Is that what they call it? Yeah, well, okay. There probably probably was some injection going on as well. Uh, But apparently, like, in between takes, though, he was genuinely not feeling particularly well during the fight scenes because they were, like, highly intense. Right. And he's on this just protein diet where you need some carbs for that kind of stuff,
1: Mm. I would imagine. Interesting. yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the the fight scenes—they're very energetic. Mm. Like I mean, you can tell <clears throat> they're not hitting each other, but they're doing everything but. Like the act, the movements that they're doing, they're, they're like. If those punches that they're throwing did land, then someone would be getting hurt. They just—they're just, they're just not throwing punches like directly at the person's head, but they are throwing good punches. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, Stallone got beat up a bit
0: in. Rocky 2 so after that probably sort of calmed it down a bit.
1: <laughs> indeed uh, themes observations and um, I mean for me this isn't one of those movies where there's a lot of thematic things happening okay well if, if you're gonna okay so what 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 is the themes what is the theme um winning winning Fighting, <laughs> boxing, okay, <laughs> <laughs> sporting. What did you think the themes were? I wrote. I did. not am gonna, gonna read the list out. The list.
0: <laughs> well, the initial film was underdog, and he becomes the underdog again.
1: Like that's kind of one of the, the things, the themes. Pretty like much every Rocky movie becomes the underdog at some point and then he has to fight his way back it's <laughs> like <laughs> the same movie every <laughs> I mean a lot that's of them are thing. good but it's, it's very thing. they've got a formula
0: yeah that's true they've got a formula uh, good good versus bad kind of true true but yeah like yeah, as you say like is it, is a, well, it's a sporting-ish
1: story but yeah. overcoming overcoming things yeah I guess you can probably add, to this one especially, you can add jealousy into the, like, Paulie's... For some reason, in the beginning, Paulie's jealous of Rocky. I of like Paulie, the character, though. I think he's a good character.
0: What do you I think? What's of his that?
1: use in the films? Because he's in the films. He's a dick. He is a dick. And... Like, so, in the beginning, he's jealous of Rocky. Right. I don't know what, and then he says because Rocky isn't like giving him money or something stupid, and then you're he... a bum, Paulie. You're a bum. <laughs> and then he like I swings for Rocky. because you a bum. <laughs> and then they have this like kind of fight thing where he like starts swinging at Rocky, and then he asks Rocky for a job, and then he's in Rocky's corner, mm. and this is the last guy you would want in your corner. He's, he's, he's been telling Rocky that he, he's not shit and he can't do it and he should quit and why would you want this guy in your corner you need that you need that do you
0: yep it's like a it was one of those Roman Empires I can't remember which one it was he just hired this guy to like whisper in his ear you're just a man you're just a man <laughs> <laughs> so like Paulie Is what Paulie's doing that job ah doesn't makes sense <laughs> He does big him
1: up later though, he's like, doesn't he, Yeah. Well, the end of the movie, where he's, he's finally beaten the bad guy. <laughs> I knew he could do it. <laughs>
0: yeah. I do like him though, I do like his character.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we're supposed to think he's a dick, mm. but, yeah, I think he's, he's a well-written dick. Like, yeah. He's, he's definitely a part of the movie that I'm glad is there. Mm and yeah the actor's quite a good actor he's, he's quite a good actor a guy. Mm, yeah he's good at looking drunk At the, the movie he looks like wasted and I believed it <laughs> you're on board with that one so yeah
0: he definitely
1: does look drunk I mean some people can't pull it off yeah it's true okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> points Um, I would give it a six Hmm. Ten. Yeah, that's probably fair.
0: Probably fair. How about you? I yeah, I'm gonna go with six. I'll go with that. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, it's a good movie.
1: Hmm. If yeah, yeah, it's it's a good mm. popcorn movie. Um. Okay, quick question. Where would you rate it? So, okay, between lucky one, two, three, four, and five, in order, or just where would you put this one in there? Um. It's not at the bottom. It's probably, it's probably about where it is, actually. <laughs> That's
0: fair enough, it's I think. Probably right yeah. in the middle, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, 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 I'd agree with that. I mean, we all know which which one's the bad one. I mean, it's a fire, it's shit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I doubt there's
0: many people who would dispute that. There might be. If there are, don't let us know. <laughs> 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 okay, moving on.
1: Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> The next film, please. Okay, the final movie is uh, Jurassic Park: The Lost World, directed by Steven Spielberg, <laughs> 1997. I'm sensing a theme. A Spielberg theme. S- Sequels. Sequels. <laughs> I mean, Hiroshima was the sequel no. to. No. no. Let's <laughs> <laughs> move on. Please tell me, <laughs> tell me about this. Tell me about this film. <laughs> Okay, so the first two films, uh, Jurassic Park One and Two, are based on uh, books mm. written by Michael Crichton. Right. So this was, lo- I think, you, yeah, you've mentioned loosely based on the novel The Lost World, and it follows um, a second island, Site B, mm. where John Hammond, an Indian, had raised, had birthed and raised the dinosaurs on Site B. And then, tra- when they were adults, transferred them to S- to Ila Nubla for the first film for the theme park. So this, as Hammond mentions, is the the show the factory floor for the dinosaurs. And in the beginning of the movie, Ingen has been kind of wrested wrestled from his control because of uh, an incident that's happened. And the new owners all. Because the the new people running InGen want to exploit Site B for financial gain. And Hammond, obviously after the first movie, knows that that's not a good idea. A lot of people died. And he he wants to send in a group of researchers. And the movie follows Jeff Goldblum's Dr Malcolm forming a rescue party. Go. So what, what, what do you think? The, let's start, okay, let's start thematically. Oh my God. We're going to mix, mix things up. up. Let's mix things up.
0: <laughs> well, it's a, yeah, thematically, it's a sequel. It's a sequel to, to Jurassic Park, where the theme was. Well, actually, the themes are marginally different in the terms of, like, it, it, there's never a sense that things are going right in this one. It's more like they go straight into things are going quite badly. Right. Um, so does that. But it does, yeah, it does follow. It does. It still is a Jurassic Park
1: movie in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. This, from what I'm aware, The Lost World isn't the most loved movie. Mm. And I don't know why. Because... As a big dinosaur fan myself, and as a big Jurassic Park fan, the first one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've seen. Well, I've seen one, two, three, Jurassic World, and that's it. And of those four movies, I know there's now a fifth one, and they're about to release the sixth. Mm. But of those four movies, I think the first and second are by far, by far, better than three, and what uh, the and Jurassic World
0: right
1: and we'll get more into why in the I think a lot of it's like visually but mm. this also being directed by Spielberg also mm. having a soundtrack by uh, John Williams it does
0: like, it feels like a Spielberg
1: film exactly yeah the, the, the script is also I think I thought the script was very well done people act the way people act in real well they, they, the characters feel realistic mm. and then you've got Jeff Goldblum who's legend and I mean, he's, he's, he's just so charismatic, you can't not like him. Mm. Uh, you've got Pete, Pete Posslewaite, who plays a hunter, and he's, even though he's like a very flawed character, he's a likable character as well. But Julianne Moore, even Vince Vaughn, who I usually don't like. Mm. He, I, I think around this time he was known for playing like these comedy roles, kind of like
0: a. I don't think he'd gone full comedy at that point. Right. I don't think so. I think around the time he did like Psycho and stuff like that,
1: he did. was like
0: there, a, Psycho shot, a shot remake. something. Was it? I thought so. Okay. Well, but okay. What I'm trying to make is, is that he was still a bit more rounded. He was doing right. diff- different things.
1: I, I, I yeah. I guess yeah. so. I think my perception at the time was that he was a like a comedy actor, and then one. Okay. To be fair, when I saw this as a kid, I didn't know it was who who he was. Ah and then when I, when I like revisited it revisited it later I was actually first surprised to see he was in the movie because I don't didn't remember him being there
0: right I, yeah,
1: I yeah and it was different to what I'd been used to seeing him I guess because I'd been seeing him in movies after this mm. and then realising he was on this one so kind of in hindsight yeah he plays like a, a very normal character in this and yeah I thought he did a pretty decent job mm.
0: yeah he it doesn't he's not um, the quote end quote Vince Vaughn
1: yeah yeah any other thoughts uh, as sequels go? Mm. What do you think? Does it justify being a sequel? Does did Jurassic Park need a sequel?
0: Um, most films don't need sequels,
1: really. Mm. Um,
0: but it, it's definitely entertaining, and it is um, a, a bigger version of Jurassic Park. Yeah, we um, were having a chat about that earlier. There's the scene. Um, in the first one, there's a scene with the Tyrannosaurus when you feel it's the first kind of attack when the characters come into contact with it. And then the second one, is the, they they've got two two Terminators, not Terminator, what they called? Tura- Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Oh God. We have
1: seen different movies,
0: <laughs> but there's two of them. But I mean, the procedure is actually quite similar in terms of there's a, a vehicle going over the edge of a of a cliff. Someone's kind of trying to save them. Um, And then, yeah, one guy gets killed by them. But the the guy in the first one was uh, kind of a a baddie, and it was kind of a justice mechanism, him being killed. This one, the guy didn't really deserve to be killed. (laughs) He got it anyway. So I think they were were saying, we're changing the rules a little bit. Mm. People can die, even if they're not baddies. Yeah. Yep.
1: I mean, on that scene... I mean, this is going, going to go into visuals now, but that scene with the thing dangling over the cliff, I thought that was one of the best scenes in the film. Mm-hmm. And it's just all these practical effects. Like, this, they've got this giant... Um, I guess like, it's like a trailer. Yeah. With the dangling off this cliff. And then the, 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 all the characters are inside this thing. And as, it, as it's gone off the cliff, the perspective of the characters inside has changed. Because they're now not standing on the floor; they're like they're like standing on bits of the wall to stop. And there's like a glass bottom which is dangling over the sea mm. and rocks. Mm. And then there's the scene where it was in the trailer at the time where Julianne Moore's character she drops lands on the glass, and then it starts cracking underneath her. Mm. And I just thought, as tension goes, it was it was very well done.
0: Because that's the thing; it's it's, it, it's drawing in threads. Because in the first one, there's glass cracking. Right. So you you get you get a lot of different images from the first one as well, which I I think it works. Yeah, there's definitely
1: callbacks. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Another point. Usually, uh, one of the reasons I don't necessarily like uh, Jurassic World is because (laughs) I thought the first two, especially. Mm did of such a good balance between animatronics and CGI.
0: The CGI is a lot better in this one than the first one as well. Yes,
1: yes. Although well, I thought visually. the first one is, still holds up today. It to me it does. It doesn't
0: exactly. It's not uh, bad. To me
1: it, like, it, it looks a lot better than Jurassic World to me. Like the way they've lit the dinosaurs in there, it looks a lot more realistic. Really? Okay. And I, I, feel, I feel that way. I have to disagree with that But anyway. Let's anyway. <laughs> And here's another point that <clears throat> I don't know, maybe some people might not know. Uh, so there was the whole debate about whether di- all dinosaurs had feathers mm-hmm. because they found, they found several fossils, uh, even in the trinosaur family, which have ha- had, fe- had feathers. Mm-hmm. So there was this whole period where people thought, OK, the Jurassic Park uh, interpretation of the T-Rex is dated, mm-hmm. and that's not what it looked like. But then we've since found not we well, people have <laughs> since found uh, a Triceratops skin imprint on uh, on a rock, I guess, and mm-hmm. it was scale. Well, I guess it was like it was like scales. So, so, so we've kind of gone back to the T. Rex in the Jurassic Park movies actually being a pretty realistic depiction of what the Triceratops Rex might have looked like. Right, like it's got the right skull shape. It's got the way it moves. It's got it's very bulky, and this is what we, we, we <laughs> this is what people. This is what experts mm. think that Rex would have been.
0: So it's a legitimate visual.
1: Yeah, and and like oh, another another point of that that trailer scene where the mm. two Triceratopses. There's like a kind of like pair bonded couple who are, so they've gone to get their child back, mm. and then they're. They're just, like, uh, partly revenge. They just want to kill these guys. And um, there's a scene where the Tyrannosaurus, like, appears outside the window. And it's got these scars. It's like the animatronic at this point, And there are these, like, deep scars on the T-Rex's face. And that's another thing that paleontologists have found is that t Rexes often attacked each other. Mm. And they found T-Rex skulls which have had teeth from other T-Rexes embedded in them, where they've, like, been fighting each other. Mm. And you can like assume, you can like presume from that that that's what's been happening in this movie where these T-Rexes have been like fighting over territory or whatever. And all these like little things that, for a fan of dinosaurs, mm. you can just... Which is why I love the movie so much because it's just all these little things that you can get from it. Mm. And it's not just a monster movie. It's not like a big gorilla that... I mean, that's just a big gorilla. But these are actual animals. And these are maybe how they would have acted... Like mm-hmm. Defending their territory, defending their like children and stuff, which I think is very interesting.
0: Yeah, I think I it. it adds that like extra dimension to it, doesn't it? Mm. So that was uh, visuals, I guess, to some extent. What was it? one of my favorite scenes? though was um, which I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna go down the knowing about dinosaurs route here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's that sort of the Swedish actor guy, uh, Peter Stormer. His death was a very um, entertaining death for me. Probably my favorite death, even though you don't see the death. Right. Uh, but he he runs off and gets attacked. Uh, I think he wants wants to take shit. Uh, so yes, he yes. moves away from the safety of the group, and uh, he meets like a very small dinosaur,
1: compsignathus Ah,
0: there you go. Uh, <laughs> But they eventually kind of gang up on him. <laughs> um, but the the last shot, the last shot was very entertaining because <clears throat> he's kind of running away, and then the shot goes down to the dinosaurs level. So even though it's he's kind of being depicted from below, which can be a sign of power, hmm. they also the the little dinosaurs are being depicted from below. So I think it's showing like they're 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 the ones with the power,
1: right?
0: Um, and he like runs. Away. he's already been attacked once, so he runs away, jumps over this bale. You don't see what happens. They follow him.
1: Right, that's it. And the camera it, like, is following him
0: and then it stops. Right, and moves down to the stream and then you just see like blood coming
1: down. Yeah. <laughs> that was very really entertaining. Um, you mentioned yes. before about the lawyer in the first one and that right. being like a, like a justice served. Right. I, mean, I would argue that the lawyer in the first one did less to deserve it than this guy did in this one. <laughs> Cause I mean the lawyer was a dick, because mm-hmm. he was like just trying to exploit the dinosaurs for gain. But in this one, this guy, I think his name Dietrich, Dietrich in the movie, he's got this cattle prod, mm-hmm. and he, these the same dinosaurs that kill him, he's like torturing with. So that one one comes up to him and he, he's like, "Oh, they're not scared of humans," and then the, the 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 like scientist character goes, "Oh yeah, they've they've never known humans, so they've got There's nothing to be afraid about, of." Right. This guy pulls out his cattle prod and. She, Electric you know. sit in the neck and go, now they do. And then later in the movie. To be honest though, that's actually quite a smart thing to do. You don't really want
0: dinosaurs hanging around. <laughs> you do. Yeah,
1: teach them to be scared. But then he like kicks one, and then he throws a rock at he's another bully, one. Isn't he? yeah, he's a is He's just a dick. <laughs> Deserved it. Dinosaur bully. <laughs> one of
0: my favorite scenes. It is a good scene. It's probably one of, yeah, it's one of my favorite scenes.
1: Yeah. I do, love the way, well, I do like the way that Jurassic Park handles like the violence. Mm. Like it's actually, it's like quite, I would argue quite high impact violence, even though these are PG movies, like the trailer scene, the, the guy, the good guy that's helping them, he ends up getting attacked by these two T-rexes. One of them grabs half of him. The other one grabs the other half and they pull him apart. And then there's this guy who gets attacked by the, the little ones and they don't show it, but you hear him screaming and then the blood coming downstream
0: you see the initial attack and that's quite yes. good that's yeah, quite yeah. a good combination of um, all over
1: his face right
0: yeah combination of the animatronic and CG yes because even when they like fall off his body and they look like the real ones yeah. then they just land almost seamlessly that's, that's what I thought CG thought CG is
1: pretty good in this film yeah well I, I think so too mm. and I do I, I do love like the filmic look see, it was shot on film unlike mm. Jurassic World and I, I, I don't know if it, if it was the <laughs> lenses there's, there's a look to the film kind of warmish. I yeah. don't know how to describe it, kind of soft, soft, mm. like certain lights are like blown out in a certain way, but yeah, I I, I just really like the look of it as well. Mm.
0: Well, it's Spielberg, isn't it, I guess? Like yes, that's it. Definitely got, because that was the other thing I was, we were talking about a little bit, I, I said I felt like, some of it felt a bit Indiana Jonesy. Mm. Which could lead us into sound. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: What did you think of the sound? Well, that's probably
0: why, partly, because it's got... It was you, as you mentioned... Um, John uh, Williams. John Williams. So it had that it had those similar sounds, some of the similar sets, and there's those people traipsing through Young Walk. Yeah.
1: Right. So, yeah. Down, John Williams has got quite the CV, hasn't he? Jurassic Park, Jaws, Star Wars... Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> Got a good soundtrack yeah. It
0: has But anyway, We're not talking about that uh- <laughs> <laughs> But yeah it's, a, it's got a really good soundtrack Whereas John size, So it's very it's big mm-hmm.
1: it's kind of Yeah t- I thought It was really right. good it, 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 <clears throat> Like there's enough Callbacks to the first one In terms of soundtrack That you know It's got the Jurassic Park theme right. But there's enough New stuff there Which I thought Was also really good mm. I mean they're like Variations of the same theme But It's all good stuff Yep.
0: Dinosaur sounds. I suppose that would come into it.
1: I mean, the Tyrannosaurus roar.
0: That is a good roar, but we don't know what they sound like.
1: Though. Yeah, but, but they better sound like that. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's what they sound like.
0: Maybe they tweet like birds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God, no. Please, no. If scientists ever find that out, I'm never going to watch Jurassic Park again. Then it will be a monster movie. <laughs> that might be even scarier, giant transverse Tweet Tweet <laughs> <laughs> Oh no <laughs> yeah. yeah good sounds Yeah Was there anything you disliked about the movie? Uh, Visually or, or to do it sounds
0: I don't know. Um, I think the only thing was it was a bit predictable but it's a sequel, so that's to be to be understood. Hmm. As I said, we were talking about this the first scene where uh, was it Malcolm's daughter turns up and <laughs> he tells her to go home. She's like, No, like, to go to see this be, to be looked after by somebody. She doesn't want to be looked after. And then he just leaves her in this like playground of all the cool shit they're going to take to <laughs> Jurassic Park. I was like, She's, she's going to be later on in the film, isn't she?
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's a bit, it's a little bit predictable. What did you think about the gymnastic scene? Where she uh, gymnastics, velociraptor. That's really quite <laughs>
0: entertaining. You're, what do
1: you think about it? It is probably the only scene in the movie which I wish they'd cut out of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, she's just flying like. She's the point of contention for everyone.
0: Like you, you would that be me with the? She's gonna, she's gonna be a nightmare.
1: Yeah, I. I didn't actually even. I mean, she's very complainy. But I didn't actually mind her as a character. It was just that funny no, She I kicked a velociraptor through a window. <laughs> like if she, if this little girl can kick velociraptors through a window, why are they all running away from them? She needs the bar to do it. Well, so if she, she can out. do it with a the bar, then surely, like, Jeff Goldblum without a bar can just beat the shit out of one. Yeah. He's a much bigger dude than she is.
0: Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> take you out with Spielberg.
1: <laughs> I will. <laughs> if he comes to... North Japan we'll, we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll just see okay last uh, thing mm. I just want to get your thoughts on so the end of the movie they, they bring a transverse back to the mainland right. and it escapes what did you think about that um, part of the film
0: I thought it was alright it reminded me of uh, like King Kong it was definitely a nod to King Kong I guess or something um,
1: yeah what do you think Um, so just in terms of timing most of the movie takes place on the island right and then this whole part where they bring a triunfoil back to the mainland is very rushed Mm. they bring it to the mainland it escapes it eats a dog and drinks out of a swimming pool and then they chase it back to the boat and then it it all happens in like the space of 15 minutes or something or 20 Mm. minutes And you'd you t- you think if they're going to do a, t- a plot line like that, you could dedicate a whole movie to that. Yeah. But they just dedicated the ending of this film. Probably they'd
0: set it up. They'd set it up that they were going to do that at the beginning, right? They yes. wanted to bring it back. So, yeah. True. They kind of had to do it, I guess.
1: Yeah. It wasn't
0: necessary, but...
1: Yeah.
0: But, I mean, you d- you do get a chance for to see like the, the main bad guy
1: get his just as that's true. Well yeah he gets cornered by the baby and the and the mum T-Rex.
0: Yeah.
1: And like the baby attacks him and the mum and it, it's a bit of a comedy scene so the baby attacks him and then the camera like moves to the mum's face and the mum's like look all proud. Like <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Uh. <laughs>
0: yeah it was there's a lot of comedy in there I think there is mm. final thoughts the guy the final thoughts the, that guy was in um, the, the other film by Stanley Kubrick he was he was private cowboy but anyway private cowboy on, on Paris Island he was cowboy <laughs> anyway he played a British asshole in that film <laughs> I didn't know that British people wanted to they so uh, anyway
1: sorry anyway <laughs> points so I'm a big fan of the lost world I mean the, the gymnastic scene apart from, apart <coughs> from that <laughs> and I wasn't the, I thought it would have been paced better if it ended before the San Diego part but for me it's not as good as Jurassic Park one for me but it's not that far off I really enjoy watching this movie. I can I can just put it on at any point. I love it. I'll give it. an It's between an eight and a nine for me. Mm. Might maybe eight point five. Mm. What are you?
0: I think it's. I think it is a very good action movie. It is. It's. Uh, it's pretty pacey. Um, and there's a lot of action in it. Um, I probably be close to a seven, to be honest. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, I I do like it,
1: and it's a good action movie. I don't, yeah, I, don't get the, I don't get why it gets a lot of hate. Mm. I mean, maybe it's just the internet. In the internet, you can find people who just have strong opinions about things. But I remember not wanting to see a sequel. Mm. I only saw the sequel recently.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, you only saw it yeah. weeks ago, a few weeks ago. That might be why there's the hate there. Yeah. I mean, Hot, the
1: first one's a hard one to follow. True. I mean, it's, it's just in hindsight, like the third <coughs> one... Is, is terrible like, script wise I mean that movie had problems from the beginning even the conceptual parts of the movie and then Jurassic World which just has these like paper thin characters that have no depth to them and there's just like CGI all over the screen and it's just throwing things at you to make oh people are bored of dinosaurs so we made this new big dinosaur that's made of other dinosaurs and it just that doesn't make any sense <laughs> whereas this one and the first one I mean <coughs> you, I think you mentioned it that it, it one-ups Jurassic Park in terms of, there's just more of everything. It's yeah. just like more action and stuff. Right. But I would argue that it's, it's more, but still constrained in like a believable way. Like this is an island where these dinosaurs are roaming and that could... That, well, I, was gonna, I was about to say that could happen, but mm. like in the wild, that's, that's how animals work. Yeah. At big animals, if they're attacking people, that's, that's how... It, it would look, they're strong enough to knock like cars and stuff over. But then when you go to the other Jurassic Park, the newer ones where I don't know, you've got dinosaurs that can turn invisible and and it's just (laughs) really really stupid stuff.
0: Okay. It's a bit more conservative than those ones. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We had three different, very different movies this time. Indeed. Very different movies. So, yeah. Oh, Shall we leave it at that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.